Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, TA Martial Arts, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more, proudly bring to you the reigning, undisputed Radio Tag Team Champions of the world, the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, we are Nerd Thug Radio. Wow, what was that? That was a, like... And you're listening to us on Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Interact with us at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. And go to NerdThugRadio.com and just, you know, look at all the cool stuff. See the history of NerdThug there. There you go. The history of NerdThug. Why are you saying it like that? I don't know. We do have a brand spanking new partner of NerdThug Radio. Yeah, I was going to ask if you forgot him there. No, I didn't forget him. They, okay. they sponsored the producer, Nico, but he's not here, so he was going to mention it, and he didn't. So, uh, a little bit. Just throw the name out there, and we'll talk about him later. Golden Opportunity. The Golden Opportunity, and I hope you're excited to hear more about what they have to offer. There you go. But that'll be later in the show. For right now, though. That's called a tease. That's called a cliffhanger. No, in, in the biz, it's called a tease. A tease? Yeah, you're a radio pro now. I am. I've been a radio pro. This just in. This just in. Uh, I'm also a megastar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I uh, just was called a megastar on the Hooligan Hour show, so I'm a megastar now. Look, it's me, the Chinese food champ, the megastar. I, I think Brock's confused about what we're doing. No, no. No? You don't no, think so? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Did he? Nailed it. Oh, interesting. So uh, what's been going on, man? I you know, I had to take uh, some time off again. You yeah. Know, let you guys do your own thing. Are there any sick days left at all in the pot? I, uh, I'm i going to put some up at the uh, Christmas party uh, as a raffle so you guys can buy raffle tickets. I'm going to put a chart up of like try to win shows them. missed. Man, I just had so much stuff going on this weekend and uh, the heat just got to me, man. Heat exhaustion just killed me. You this died. was a legit, like, not feeling well. This wasn't like I was over across the pond watching the Cricket World Cup or, like, at World Championships. Like, this was legit, like, an hour before, like, oh, my God, I can't make it. I'm so, die. so you're saying that perhaps you've abused the day-off system. Oh, no, I've used all of my personal days. Oh, okay. I got tons of sick days left. <laughs> tons. And every five, six days, six, every five sick days I ac- cure, I can uh, roll them over to ten personal days. Oh, when you write the policy, that's a good policy. You could do whatever you want. If only I could accrue sick days. You don't. You you lose them. I lose. Yeah. So every every five sick days I accrue, I then lose one to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. You lose one personal day, <laughs> I and I gain a personal day. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're like one of those like uh, like villains who like eats the other like. You get weaker, they get stronger. Oh yeah. That's that's exactly what happens. You're sucking the life out of people. So I went to a, a concert last weekend. You went to a concert? Yeah, it's the first time I've been to a concert in a while, I wanna say. Hmm. Went to uh the pavilion. Who'd you see? I saw the Jimmy Eat World. Oh and uh Third Eyed Blind. Was that oh, right? Oh yeah. No. Was yeah. It, was it Third Eyed Blind? Yeah. Yeah, it was Third Eyed Blind. I don't know, I didn't like him, so I don't remember. You For some like reason, them. I wanted to say like Semi Sonic in my head, but it wasn't them. It was Third Eye Blind. Why didn't you like Third Eye Blind? I just, I didn't realize I don't like a lot of their songs. I just, eh, it wasn't that great. That first album of theirs had probably like six radio hits on it. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's so like those five songs that they played from that one were awesome, and then the rest I was like, eh. 
Oh, sounds exactly the same. So they they went through like their whole catalog. Things pretty much. Now Jimmy Eat World was nuts, dude. They were great. I love me some Jimmy Eat World. Um, I don't. I couldn't tell you how many Jimmy Eat World albums there are. I couldn't tell you very much about Jeff. I remember the middle. Yeah. You know. Um, it just takes some time. But then there's like every time I hear a song that someone tells me is by Jimmy Eat World, it's one I like. Okay. So, like, they're not somebody that I follow or actively am like, oh, when you hear Jimmy the song, like, oh, I like this song. That's Jimmy yeah. World. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Oh, I like Jimmy sense. World. Yeah, we got invited to go for a friend of ours' birthday. And they said, yeah, it's uh, Third Eye Blind. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, but Jimmy World's playing. I was like, oh, I'm in. Like, yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm totally in. Yeah. But, uh, man, like, that place is. Their the, security. The Woodlands? Yeah, their security is, like, weirdly odd now. How so? So they used to they you you can only bring in a certain size bag, right? Okay. And so ne- they used to if you brought anything a little bigger, they would search it. Okay. Not a problem, right? Well, now they've uh, completely done away with that, and it has to be a certain size bag, or you can't bring it in at all. So we go through this checkpoint. Do they have like lockers or something? No, they, and they have no lockers outside. You can put it in, right? So we Ubered. To the pavilion because yeah, gonna, parking is a parking's an a parking's a nightmare and b we're gonna have some beverages so right do I pay ten bucks to get there and ten bucks to get home or do I pay twenty five bucks to park and then have to walk miles and then how much is a DUI yeah <laughs> <laughs> so Ali Savage has a nice little leather fringy purse that she likes to carry it's not very big but apparently it was too big for uh, Todd who was working the security booth and she's so like. Yeah, pretty much. If I hold this up and I can see any part of it, you know, you're going to have to, um, you're not going to be able to take it in. I was like, okay, well, just tuck the fringe in. He's like, nope, I see it. You're not going to be able to take it in. You have to take it back to your car. I'm like, I Ubered here. Well, I mean, you can throw it in the trash, I guess, and go inside. I'm like, what the hell? Like, why don't you have lockers? I asked that question. Yeah. I said, why aren't there lockers in? Where I can, I'll buy a locker and put it in there. Is there yeah. a security place I can, I can check it? I'll come get it later. He's like, nope, unfortunately not. I'm like, bro, you are not helping me at all here. No, like if you're gonna have a policy like that, and the Texans do this too, and I, and I don't, I don't agree with that. The Texans have moved over to where it must be completely clear, right? And then they conveniently sell a clear purse and a clear backpack. Yeah. Oh, I wonder, I wonder why they made that policy. <sighs> Worst franchise in Houston, by the way. But um, so Ali Savage, who I think was buzzing a bit already, and where our friend, she's like, screw it, I'll just throw the bag away. I'm like, are you? I've been trying to get you to sell your purses for the last, like, six months you don't use, <laughs> six years, and now you're just going to throw one away on a whim? Yeah. So now, like, I've got this big, bulky uh, wallet that I'm carrying of hers, like, two, <laughs> two uh, big, like, makeup bags stuffed in my pockets. I look like I'm smuggling in, like, yeah, and they're contraband. Okay, and they're, they're okay with they're that. They're okay with that. So she puts the purse behind, like, the, the trash can. Cause, uh, there's the, a new lounge you can go through now. Okay. So she puts it there. She's like, well, he's like, I can't promise that that'll, that's going to be there whenever you return. She's like, no one's going to touch it unless you let someone steal it. So do your job and watch it, please. So she puts it behind there. And there were, like, a couple other things back there. So, like, yeah. people were doing this. So other people have the same idea. So that was, like, the first thing. I was like, what the heck, man? Uh, long story short, when the concert was over, I went back to get it. And he's like... Oh, yeah, my manager came by, and she has confiscated it. I was like, really? Because it's right here in this trash can. <laughs> and I just reached in and grabbed it. I was like, thanks for doing your job, Todd. And I left. So she didn't lose her purse, so she was pretty excited about that. But so they have this lounge, right? You can go through, and it's AC. You can watch. they got screens. They've got food. They've got alcohol. 
So we go in there first. And so, you know me, I like an IPA. And I was like, you right. know what? And, and beer's expensive. So I said, let me get one of those. It's okay. like, you know, $2 more than everything else, which is still expensive. But it's super tall. And what's 26 instead of 22? Right. And I yeah. can sip on it for a while and get a good buzz. So, you know, I get about a quarter of the way down. And um, then we're like, okay, Jimmy, World's worth to go on. Let's go. You can't take the beer out of this lounge. There's two different liquor licenses. You have to consume it in the lounge. What? So now I have to chug, which I did, uh, 15 ounces of an IPA in 35 seconds. Ugh. Oh, yeah. It was I mean, rough. I would do it. I did it. Yeah. And it was rough, let me tell you. But I was like, man, what is, this is supposed to be a place you go to enjoy something. And within the first 10 minutes, I was so pissed off at this place that I was like, man, if Jimmy World wasn't playing, I'd leave. If I was here just to see Third Eye Blind, I walked out. So Jimmy World opened for Third Eye Blind? There was like three bands. There was Ra Ra Riot, Jimmy World, and then... Oh, Ra Ra Riot. I I think I know a song of theirs I like. I think it's Ra Ra Riot. I, no, that's a band. I know that. Yeah, I think it was them. Um, we didn't listen to them. We just... And then I left for most of uh, Third Eye Blind. I was like, ah, I'm going to go to the restroom and grab another beer. So I waited in the line while they were playing. Set in the beer lounge. <laughs> the funny... Yeah. The funny part was there was this group of like seven college... Uh, I guess you get college kids, like two rows in front of us. So you know, like, they were not around there in Third Eye Blind. No, no. But these seven dudes knew every word to every song that Third Eye Blind was singing. And they were like hands around the shoulders and like, you know, that... Just yeah, sing, bro, sing, yeah! Like singing like the songs like to each other and like doing the hand motions. Like they were so into the concert. It was quite comical, but then it's like... You guys didn't even, like, grow up with them. Like, right. How did the seven of you, are like, are you a cover band? Are you a yeah. Third Eye Blind cover band? What's going on right now? Can I get some answers from you guys? So, uh, Nico has told me this story before where a buddy of his took him to a concert. Uh, and he, he was like, hey, uh, I've got an actually, I think it was for the friend's birthday. He was like, I've got tickets to a concert for my birthday. Let's all go. And it was Third Eye Blind. And Nico only knew the first album by them. And so he was like, well, I know that first album. So that's, you know, if they play that one, that's cool. And so when they, he said when they went, the the concert happened to be on the exact 25th anniversary of when the first album released. Really? So the band was like, we're going to play that entire album tonight. And he goes like, oh, sweet. All right. Now yeah. it. And so like they played that whole album. I think they play like maybe four or five other songs and they're done. But he's like, he's like, this is fantastic. Because like, <laughs> I wanna, know all the songs. Yeah, I want to be the only one he knew by them. But no, they played like a wide variety of all of their stuff. Yeah, they've got a lot of albums. And like the dude comes out to sing and he's wearing like a tank top, jeans, and like a beanie. I'm like, it's 105 degrees out here. Yeah, what are you doing with the beanie? And then he's like, oh, it's too hot. So he like took it off and everybody's like, ah! I was like, what the hell is going on here? This is not sexy. <laughs> yeah, this is not cool at all. Uh, but I mean, it, it was a fun time. We had a great time. Then we went out afterwards and got more hammered. But there you go. Jimmy World was great. I had a weird dream the other day uh, that Nico wouldn't stop dropping the F-bomb on the air. Oh. Like, he was trying not to, but he could be going, oh, f and oh, oh, I mean, F, oh, 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 oh F, F. Uh, and so now, like, I keep waiting for someone to do it. You still think one of us, I think you're the only one that's dropped the F-bomb on this show. I don't think I, yeah, you dropped it. Did I? You absolutely. I don't know. Let's it. check the tape on that. I don't think. It I don't was think me. we need to check the tape. It was you. I don't. We will. Are you talking about the one that wasn't supposed to be on the air? Maybe. No, you dropped one in the middle of conversation one time. Oh, did I? You were getting really excited about something. I think it was Taylor Swift. 
Hey, no, it was amazing. It wasn't T Swift, but you were getting on something. She's got like, a new album about to come like, out. Oh, dang it, Nico! And then so he dubbed over that one. And then there was the other one that wasn't supposed to make that did make. Yeah, that one. Uh, that one I do take full responsibility for. Let's jump out to break when we come back. Maybe we'll talk nerdy too. You're listening to Nerd Dog Radio. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. We're going to talk about some uh, pretty exciting stuff here, but before we do that, Corey DLG, let's talk about the excitement of the Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yes, sweet. Uh, As the leader of the ATA here in North Houston, he's got a spot up in Conroe, a spot in Magnolia, so a spot for you if you're listening to this show on the radio to go train. It can jumpstart your fitness goals. It's not too late to get a head start on uh, 2020. We are uh, we're in Q3 here, buddy. Like we are in the third quarter of the year. We're getting Ooh, closer. is that corporate speak? That is radio lingo. Did we start Q3? We are in Q3. Uh, but beyond that, uh, schools are getting ready to start, and Ugh. the kiddos might need a, a place to uh, go unleash some uh, stress after the long school days. Cox ATA is the place to go. Okay, uh, okay. They got self-defense classes. They teach self-esteem. They teach you how to deal with bullying. Uh, they got classes for adults, kids, um, little kids, and the seniors as well. That's senior adults, not seniors in high school, but they have programs for them too. Because uh, here at Cox ATA, if you mention Nerd Thug Radio, you're going to get two free weeks of training that's at either location because they teach life skills, they build leaders, and they leave a legacy. They build, they build. English uh, is a hard language for me. It is, it is. So I haven't uh, been hang, on. Hang on, before you get into that, Jess, when you just said school is coming back, I went, ugh. I know, it's like you don't As even though, go to school. Yeah, I haven't been to school in 20 years. Well, I guess if, if you're not including college in that situation. And literally, I was disgusted by what you just said. I was like, I don't, you can't make me. Man, what's crazy is we graduated the high school in 2002. I didn't graduate high school. Which is, what, like 17 years ago? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, it's crazy, right? (sighs) I've almost been out of high school as long as as I was in school. We're old. Yeah, that's true. We're um, old. There's no getting around it, man. You know what else is old? What's Area 51. Yeah. It's been around a long there. time. And the craze right now is people want to storm Area 51. <laughs> I would like to get your thoughts. I'll hang up and listen. Um, By all means, do it. I, I, absolutely. If there's some way where we can get every idiot who's on the internet to all go do one thing at a time so that we can identify at least and mark them all, that'd be fine. So if you saw the Area 51 thing and think it's a good idea, go do it, please. Go do it, please. Have you please. seen the guy who started it? Yeah, he's like a teenager, and he's like a total loser-looking dude. He's like dresses like, what, Naruto? Is that right? Yeah. 
Like, yeah, let's do this, man. Let's go find aliens. But, like, he was kidding at the time, apparently, or maybe was under an influence when he made the video, and then it went viral. And so now everyone's like, let's storm Area 51. And so now as he's looking at it, he's like, crap, I made a mistake. I didn't mean this, guys. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's getting, there's a lot of people that are, like, getting yeah. behind it. And they're, like, yeah. they're showing up. And I'm like, was it the Air Force that guards Area 51? Uh, I don't special, know. Like, it's, it's, I don't know what branch of the military is actually out there. Because the people who come out there are just, like, the men in black people. Yeah. So like, Will Smith's out there. Well, Okay. So I like some of the conspiracy theory nonsense. You know this about me. Well, I mean, let's, I, let's, I, let's I get, get into it. Let's get this out of the way. Like, do you or do you not believe in aliens? I know I believe in aliens, but I believe in aliens in the giant sense that, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson tells you, there's too many planets and too many universes right. and too many galaxies. That's my. Th- there has to be intelligent life. That's my out there. my thought process. There's yeah. no way that there's all these planets here in this vast area of space and there's not some kind of intelligent life. Yeah, a, a, um, or life form. Period. Somewhere. I think it was about 40, 50 years ago, there was a statistician who, like, came up with the odds of there being life on Earth. And he was like, in order for us to even exist, it was like a point zero 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 zero. Like, it was a crazy little number. And he was like, the only way it will work, the only way life could exist anywhere else is if there would have to be X amount of planets, is what he said, basically. Um, and at the time, with all the technology we had, we did, we saw, like, like... A percent of that. Right. So we were like, oh, yeah, okay. People are crazy. There are no aliens. Uh-huh. And then as telescopes and everything got refined and all that, and we learned exactly how large the universe is, suddenly it was like, okay, maybe. Okay, yeah. It turns out, like, not only are there way more planets than that, but, like, there are way more planets than that by, like, a factor of a number. So, like, it's a huge number of planets that are out there in the universe. So it is conceivable to me that there is life out there. But so when you get back to the Area Fifty One stuff, if they're like, not do I think that aliens crashed here? Yeah. No. But like, so my my thought process is, if it's not aliens in Area Fifty One, like, what are they hiding out there? Like, why is there, why is it such a, well, a tight nip? Well, yeah. let's clear something up first. Um, all military bases are secure. Like they're designed True. to be that way. But, like, some military bases, like, citizens can go on to. Well, you could go on to them, but, but this with one, permission. Yeah, this one. There's no military base in the United States that you could drive through a back door and no, walk on to. You'd have and to everyone, go through the front and show identification. You'd have to have permission to be... Even if you went to the front gate of a, of a military base, they wouldn't go, oh, you would just want to walk around and take a look? Come yeah, on come. in. So, what do, you, so do you think that there's nothing... Really spectacular and important Area 51? I think it's probably where they work on and develop, like, their... That's probably where they are testing and trying out their next generation aerial technology. that's what it is? I do think that. But I think that because it's in the middle of a vast desert, so if something goes wrong or blows up, it's not hurting people. Uh, It's not going to be over neighborhoods or subdivisions. Right, right. It's, It's literally in the middle of nowhere. But I think that that's the reason that it's there. I think the reason it's in the middle of nowhere is so that they can fly stuff out there, and if something goes wrong, nobody gets hurt. I understand that. I don't think it's got anything to do with, like, we yeah. don't want anyone over here seeing it. I think it's got more to do with safety. We don't want aliens. And also, back in the day, it probably was security. But at this point, like... Yeah, because to, to your security point, like, Back in the, the whatever was going on, whatever it happened, Roswell right. fifty one, whatever. You're talking like, about the 
post World War Two Cold post World War Two Cold Cold War like the Russian spies. There like was an everything. active threat. There was a, there to was, the world. There was a big. Fought. There was a big uh, reason to kind of keep things locked away. Yeah. But now with like the with us learning about space and how vast it is, and then with you know, social media technology advancing. Like and if, now it's just satellites there, in space. If there really is something there, like they might as well just let us know. If they haven't, there's probably not anything there to worry about. Right. It's probably just like you said, R&D or whatever, and it's a safe haven to test things out because you're right. It's in the middle of a friggin' desert. Right. Now, the the conspiracy theorists have always... Like Bob Lazer? There's one who found Lazar. one... There's one who found one that I actually kind of was intrigued by and I was like that's kind of weird there was a guy who said that he was like a janitor on Area 51 for like 40 years his whole career was like he went through a private company and now they do do this they do fly the staff in and out of Area 51 so like if you go to work at Area 51 the first two hours of your journey is you go to like a small airfield and you get on an airplane and the airplane takes off and lands at Area 51. Yeah, you're going to drive there. Right, and that's the thing is because it's in the middle of nowhere. So they take these planes, um, which I think adds to the level of like... Adds to the lore. Right, because like, that's an expensive process. But if they're if what they're testing is the next generation whatever... Understandable. You're going to be spending money anyway. So this guy works at Area 51 for forever, allegedly, according to him. He's got a house. He's got cars. He's got, you know, he's had a career his whole life. He's been paid by somebody. And when he comes forward and says that, like, oh, I definitely saw aliens there and blah, blah, blah. And there's definitely this. There's definitely that. And I worked there my whole life. Like, the, he was denied by all the military people. But the weird thing was there was no history for him. Like, no credits. No... So it was almost no like how did trail. yeah. So it was almost like how did he go his whole life without like how did he buy a house? How did without he get a car? bank account? Without exactly, credit, exactly, without records. And so that was weird. That was a weird one where like they were like, off. I I think he was. I think it was always that way for him. What if they're like paying these people to say there's that stuff there so they can keep it so under wraps because they are testing like new technology there. Uh, it's a smoke screen. <laughs> it's an alien smoke screen. It, it, uh, it almost. <laughs> it would be smart, but like you almost don't even have to do it because the second someone says aliens, there's about thirty percent of the population who's just going to roll their eyes and walk away. Right. So like but you're seventy percent that won't, and now they're going to storm it with Naruto. Listen, by all means, like I said, anybody who wants to do a dumb internet thing. Feel free to do it in public so we can identify who you yeah. are. And then uh, let's bring some food trucks. He's like, let's just turn into like a big concert out here, like. There's already people here. You know what it makes me think of? It's Desert Woodstock. It makes me think of when viral videos come out of people being jerks. Yeah. Like doing just rude, absurd things. And then videos come out of them doing it. And then someone like identifies them in the video. And then they like, they lose their job or like. Yeah, yeah. uh, There was one where it was like a lawyer and he's at some kind of restaurant and he got mad that the staff was speaking Spanish. Uh, And he was like, this is America. And, um. He was like, I, I don't want you to speak Spanish here. And so it turned out that he was a lawyer. And, like, the he offices. Was like an, an ICE lawyer. <laughs> that, <laughs> that would have been, been, been It turned out he was some kind of lawyer. But the offices he was running office space from, they were like, yeah, it turns out you're not the kind of tenant we want in our building. So you're out. So we're going to cancel your lease when it comes up at the end of the month. So good cool. luck. Yeah. Uh, and then, like. His, you know, like apparently, like his girlfriend broke up with him because she was like, "Why are you so hateful?" 
And it's like sometimes you don't know people because they act a certain way around right, you. Right, right. But then they have their little like flip out moment and they lose their their stuff and then they just get crazy. Like the the guy who was in like the bagel shop, little small yes. guy. Yes. And was like just losing his mind. And he still when they came back to him again later, first of all, well, Shit. now he's like training for like some celebrity like UFC. Of course fight. he is. Of course That's he is. Awesome. But first of all, when the when the media came and interviewed him, the first person who came and interviewed him was a woman, and she was like, she looked to be like five nine, five ten, taller. Yeah. And obviously he's not. So when they zoomed out, it looked so like I was like, could they have found a taller woman? They did it on purpose. They did. It. I hope they did. I hope the tallest the, woman on staff was like, I'll go interview. I'll go him. interview. Let's see if he loses his mind. Right. But, like, every answer he gave was, like, the worst answer possible for, like, everything. For each thing. And he was like, well, you know how some people are. And you do know how, like, women, they get with their comments. And it was like, bro, this is, stop talking. He gave no Fs. No, he really didn't. No Fs given from that Although, if you're three and a half feet tall, like, how many Fs are you even born with? Yeah, that's true. He could just be out. Very, 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 very true. He's out of it. No, he's probably got them stored up. He's been buying them. He's been saving them all for this moment. He's been putting them in a box. Yeah. All right, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to you a little bit about what we've been watching. It's going to be a good segment. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We might have to be one of the longest radio shows on this station. Uh, you know, uh, Nico and I were talking about this off the air uh, just yesterday when we were in the studio. Um, he follows a lot of podcasts where they just they just stop abruptly. Yeah, they do seasons, and that's it. That's it. Uh, he said one that he was following that he was really getting into. Um, they had like seven episodes in a row, and then the eighth episode will end up being the final one. And it was like one of the guys was moving on to something else, and I guess the other one wasn't. And it wound up being the first episode of his new show. Weird. And it was labeled as the eighth episode of the old one. It was in the old one's like Man. run. But screw podcasts like radio, like Conroe Radio. I, you know, I mean, even the morning show with Dick is taking a break. Like we, we oh really? We've not skipped a beat, bro. I didn't know that. I think we're the oldest show on here. Yeah, we we're probably the most are. tenured. We're the we're the senior. We're like the Simpsons of this radio show. Oh, for sure. For but sure. we are already. But it's like it's, mostly because we're painted yellow, right? And it's so golden. Oh, oh, I get what you're doing. You're talking about our friends at Golden Opportunity. Um. Life is filled with missed opportunities. Well, those days are gone thanks to Golden Opportunity, a location-based, community-oriented app that shows you events and coupons in your area as well as available jobs and items for sale. It even has shelters and pantries for those in need or those wanting to make a donation to somewhere local. Golden Opportunity helps bring communities together. 
If you're tired of missing out on things around you, download Golden Opportunity from the iOS or Android store or Google Play store today. Businesses should contact them via email right away to take advantage of their free offer at a golden opportunity inc at gmail.com. A golden opportunity at gmail. A golden opportunity inc at gmail.com. Because in every community is a golden opportunity. And this is like the golden a opportunity age of like t- TV. There are so many. We talked about this. Man, you're crushing your segues today. Did we talk about the, yeah? I think we talked about this a few episodes ago. Just how many great comic book related TV shows are out now as opposed to like six years ago? Yes, there's so many of them. And so this little segment here is entitled. <laughs> What have we been watching? So before we jump into it, I got some cool TV news. You yeah, were just go, talking go about comic it. book stuff. Uh, it's just been announced. This is this is one of the cool things that happens when Disney owns everything at once. Yeah. Uh, so Runaways got announced for a third season. I was going to mention this. I I've seen episode or segment or episode segment season one and two of Runaways. Okay, really so before, enjoyed it. Before we get into it, they announced that in season three, Cloak and Dagger. They're doing a Cloaking Dagger crossover from Freeform. I've seen uh, epi- season one of Cloaking Dagger. Yeah, I'm, I haven't seen any of it. I heard it's good, though. Cloaking Dagger season one, excellent. Runaways, excellent. That's Hulu and Freeform, but Freeform kind of like partners with Hulu anyways. Well, Freeform is a Disney channel. Right, and so I um, I haven't gotten to, that's on my list. It's on my top ten list, season two of Cloaking Dagger, but I saw that this morning uh, as I was doing my research. Uh, for nerd stuff, and I was like, "Oh well, Tandy and them are gonna be in Runaways season three. This is awesome." Yeah, I think that's um in the comic books. The reason it's so cool is because Cloak and Dagger are like the original Runaways of Marvel. Yeah, because they were the two teenagers who they always toyed between they were either mutants or they were mutated by like a drug, and that always went back and forth between the two, uh, like origin wise. But they were the two original like teens on the run of Marvel. So when Runaways debuted, kind of the first thing fans were like was, well, obviously they got to be Cloak and Dagger at some point. And so they eventually do do a cool crossover. I think it's like middle of book one of the Runaways. Cloak and Dagger show up for a little bit. Um, Hang out. And so it's the story of the show has progressed a lot slower than the comic book. What? Many, Which one? Uh, the story of Runaways. Yeah. It's gone a lot slower than the comic book has. Oh, yeah. Comic book moved quick. Yeah. And so season three, them coming in, kind of actually feels pretty natural. About right, yeah. Well, uh, definitely like season three, like they're kind of now really on the run of, of such. Exactly. And so, yeah, it'll make sense for them to kind of cross paths. The one thing I didn't paths. like about the end of season two is I think it's going to get... I think if there's a third season, it's going to get... On Cloak and Dagger or Runaways? Runaways. So you've seen Runaways season one and two? Yes. On the Hulu? Yes. Okay. Have you seen both seasons? I've seen both seasons, okay. yes. So at the end of the second season, they started to do the aliens in certain people's bodies thing. Yes. I think that's a... I don't, I don't think that's a great... We'll see how they handle it coming up season three. That feels like a bad TV trope. Maybe so. But it's kind of what they're doing over at S.H.I.E.L.D., which is an... Ep- Show we've both been watching. Yes. With Izel there. Shield has Shield has been great, but Izel it, it doesn't feel per it's like it seems like it's a temporary situation. But like the whole like thing body so jumping. I'm, I'm getting to uh the final episode, the two hour finale is coming up. And is uh, that this week? I think it's I think this week. It's coming Friday. And yeah. so 
kind of what they're alluding to is she's trying to bring people here. They're going to have to inhabit bodies. So it'd right. be, it would be very similar. Similar, she, yeah. not congruent. Yeah. But great episode, or great season of Shield. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It's been, a, it's been an amazing season. Um, I highly suggest you watch uh, this season of Shield. If you haven't watched any of them, like our friend Donnie Utah, and you're starting over, you're gonna lull there in the middle of the seasons. But once you get yeah, to you this really season, season, you're gonna get really excited. Season three and four aren't the really last two good. seasons have been really good. Yes, they've been really good. Um, this one I think has actually done a good job of like setting stakes, and they've they introduce a lot of characters in this one that they then have been killing. Like yeah. agents and stuff. Yeah, and you're like, oh, th- this guy seems pretty cool, and then dead. like, oh, he's dead. Oh, this guy seems pretty. Uh, oh, Gone. he's dead. And I think that they've done a good job with that. Yeah, because that's that makes that makes it re- a little more real, realistic. It's you can introduce a character. Everyone thinks, okay, this is gonna be the next next like. Yeah, because the cast character. kind of shrunk a little bit, and then they're gone. Like, oh, okay. Oh, well, well, so you just... get that heartbreak without losing one of the main characters. Exactly, and and it had kind of. People had started to feel a little, like, untouchable in that show. You know, they, they killed off some people very early on. Yes. And then after that, it kind of... Kind of was like, slow eh, down people don't bit. really... Another show that we've been watching, mm. and you should be watching too, Ooh. is on the Amazon Prime, The Boys. Yes. Oh my gosh, I've been so excited about this. You're done. I'm completely done. I'm uh, two uh, episodes away from finishing up the season. I uh, got really discouraged because I... I found okay. I was I couldn't remember what day it was released, and so I found out like on last Friday. I was like, "Oh, it's out! Yes, sweet." So I uh, I, I go home from work, and no one's gonna be there for a while. It's so like boom, putting it in. So I start on episode one, and I text Corey. I'm like, "Dude, the boys is out. It's here. It's on Amazon Prime." I'm like, "Yeah, no, I finished it." And I was like, "Oh, cool! Like the first episode? Like, <laughs> like no, the whole season. <laughs> it released a night early." Yeah, it had, they, had, they had snuck it out the day before. And then you you watched the whole thing, like, before I could even get through season one on Friday evening. Yeah, they had snuck it out the day before, and uh, somebody I follow on Facebook had uh, basically, they were like, it's out early. And they were like, they had, like, a screenshot of, like, the first episode. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was, I was working on some stuff, and I had the TV in front of me off, and I was like, well, then I'm going to turn it on. And, yeah, I got, like, five and a half episodes in, and then I look up, and it's, like, four in the morning, and I'm like, like, oh, "Oh, I'm going to go to bed. And then I got up at eight to finish some stuff and turn some stuff in as people, and then I was like, well, I I guess I'll turn the boys back on. And then by, like, when you text me, I had finished it for maybe, it had been done for, like, 30 minutes. So I asked you because uh, when I went on there, I watched it through my PlayStation, and uh, it was like one of the highlights, yeah, like on the on the TV thing. So I just clicked it. So I didn't know if they were doing something like Hulu does now, where like they only just release one, one at a time. time. Yeah. I was like, maybe it's one at a time. Y'all, you you've seen the first episode? Okay, cool. Uh, no, you had watched the whole season. The whole season. It is literally my favorite book in comics, like complete yes. book. And now it's on TV. And it's I think not. it's one of the first ones you read. All of them, right? It's one of the. It's one of the. It is. I, I think actually, it is the first non-Marvel DC like yeah. book that I have read from start to finish. Yeah. Still, I think it's the only one I've ever finished. Not counting The Watchmen. Really? Because like I haven't finished Walking Dead. Uh, I never finished Why the Man. I never finished The Invinci- Invincible. 
Um, yeah, yeah I have a long way I, through there. I think I'm only like halfway through. Because um, I mean, typically I was a, I was a very much Marvel DC. Well, those stories never end. Like, right. Yeah. That's I mean, true. I've read like the the small stuff like Civil War and Age of Apocalypse and like those those stories, but like those stories never end. There's never an ending, really. Right. Uh, but yeah, man, the boys are so good, and like the TV show does not disappoint. No, does not. No, by any means. Um. I'll, I'll be curious to talk to you uh, after the last episode. Okay. We'll do that next week. I'll get some I'll, feedback I'll, from you. I'll be done with it this weekend. You know, it's kind of... It, it, the boys has pushed my uh, DC watching because <clears> I got the uh, the Fire Stick, so I got the DC app. Oh, yeah. I need to, I need and, to jump back on because so, Young uh, Justice is back. Well, I, I didn't start Young Justice. I think we talked about it last time I was on. I started uh, Doom Patrol, and I was yeah, yeah, really yeah, pumped. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into this Doom Patrol this weekend, and then found out the boys was out, and that took precedent. Well, that canceled that. That canceled you, Doom Patrol. And so uh, I've been running through that and then finishing S.H.I.E.L.D. So those are the two big shows I'm watching. Uh, Corey, we got about a minute and a half. Anything else you're watching that you suggest our listeners go after um, that's not Law & Order? <laughs> on the DC app, I do know Batman Hush just came out, and a lot of people were really happy with that. Is that a TV show or is it the, the It's film? the animated movie. Animated film? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything. Nothing else you're watching like week to week or... No, no, not really. Um, so Netflix, Stranger Things three, I have finally you, watched that. Have you finished it? Yeah, I haven't. I've gotten like three episodes in, and then vacation hit, and then the boys hit. So I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get back on that one. But it, that yeah. one's a good one. Yeah, you should definitely. Stranger Things is a good show. Yeah, there's a lot um, going on there, and I think it's a, a good enough show where it's got enough scary elements to it. It's not too scary for people like me who don't like scary, <clears throat> but then also. Teenagers, or even I would say like twelve and up, could probably watch it and be okay with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a good one to watch. That's a good one to get in. How Savage is the Boys though? It released early a day, and then the day it was supposed to come out, they're like, it's done so well, we're gonna go season two now. Yeah, they uh, I, I they were announcing I think literally the day before that they were gonna do a second season of this. That's show. how good it is. You got to get on it. Like it's it's everything that you would expect if you if superheroes were real. Like that's what would happen. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. All right, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to get into the last segment of today's show. You're listening to NTR. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oil wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to the go home segment of Nerd Thug Radio. That was a that was a wrestling reference. Oh yeah. Uh man, what an adventure this show has been. Oh oh, like the adventure begins. Comics, games, and more. Right there on fourteen eighty eight. Uh, they obviously have comics, games, and more. Um, it's where it's where Joey, Nico, and I go to get our nerd on. So we recommend you go there as well and get your nerd on as well. Um, this weekend there's two things going on. This is kind of cool. Uh, the first is this Sunday, they have their Adventurers League, which is the 
official Dungeons & Dragons. It's the semi-monthly Adventurers League session. It's from uh, 4 to 8 p.m. Also Sunday, they're doing their monthly miniature painting meetup from 4 to 8 p.m. Um, all skill levels, of course, are welcome. Hang out, work on your models, uh, kind of get tips and pointers maybe. If you don't know what's going on, someone can kind of show you how to do it. A lot of people have a lot of fun just sitting around and painting on their on the models for all their games and stuff. Uh, a lot of the games, it's cool, right? Like because like people then like have certain themes and colors that they've done themselves. Yeah, I always think it'd be cool to like have like custom hero clicks. Okay, like painted, like have your hero clicks that you already have but painted in certain ways. Yeah, people do that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Welcome to life. Yeah. Anyway, um, here's what's really cool, though. Here's what Adventure Begins is doing this weekend, Friday and Saturday only. You ready? They're having yes. a snap sale. A snap sale? A snap sale. How does this work? I'm interested. So, all toys and collectibles are 35% off. If the original price is greater than $99, it's 50% off. Hence, the snap. Oh, oh neat. So trades, graphic novels, and mangas will be 35% off. If the original price is greater than 99%, it's 50% off. Box games will be 25% off with some priced at 50% off. But so all the high-end stuff has been snapped. Snapped in half. Um, this is how you get those really cool statues and stuff. Yeah. This is when you go in there and you go, oh, you know that big statue I've been looking at all like for yeah. since they've been open for five months? I'm going to go in, and now it's half off. This is how you get that, that game that you've been wanting. Oh, yeah. It's like 105 bucks for the Ghostbusters you know, board game, and you're like, man, I really want this. And then, oh, it's only 50 Oh, Yep, yep, I'm in. I'm in. This is where the real savings Go are see at. our friends over there. Uh, there's so many cool people over there. They really are. You really got a good staff. Bill's awesome, and then he's got a great team there with him. Go see Kate. Go see Chaz. Go see Jarek. They got some new faces I got to meet. I think Bill's brother works there too now. Oh, really? I think so. That's okay. what I heard last time. He was a cool guy. If it wasn't Bill's brother, he was really cool. So I'm going to call him, him Bill's brother. Him and Bill were real close. I'm going to call him Bill's brother because he was go. a really cool dude. Uh, but anyway, all that being said, we'll be there next Friday as well. Uh, I'm going to try and run out there this today because I got some stuff I need to pick up from them. Yeah, and then you can get the Hero Clicks stuff going. Yeah. Some casual Hero Clicks with Corey DLG. All right, so you said you had a fun story you wanted to talk to me about. Uh, okay. Let's get my my uh, factual opinions. So you mentioned over the uh, in last segment how you uh, you mentioned a bunch of like really long running image books that you were reading, including Invincible and things like that. Yes. Um, the Walking Dead obviously just came to a close. It did abruptly, right? Um, yes. Uh, Robert Kirkman basically surprised the world. I think this is kind of a neat trick. It was. He filed several. Like, two months worth of what are essentially fake solicitations. So people didn't catch on that the book was can- the book was ending. And the artist has been drawing this whole time on steady on schedule. And so instead of being three books, it's like, it's a graphic novel. It's like an 80-page final issue That's that he released. And uh, same cover price as all the other issues and all that. So, like, he went out of his way to really kind of do something really cool, did exciting. Get, getting your money's worth. Right. And um, this is why it's important to have a good relationship with the comic shop, by the way. Like, people with a pool box, they got a copy of the final copy of Walking Dead just sitting in their box, no problem. 
if you don't have a pool box and you just go into shops and buy stuff occasionally, that book was immediately worth, you know, seven, eight times its value the yeah, second sure. it was on the shelves. For sure. So there were shops who, other than the pool box and maybe putting like three on the shelf, held on to the rest, priced them at like 70 bucks, 60 bucks, put them up on eBay. Like, so if you don't have a, this is why people should go get boxes. But, so what I wanted to kind of get your opinion on. Sure. Uh, Todd McFarlane. Yeah, Spawn, right? Spawn, the longest-running book at DC. I think Savage Dragon is right behind it, but I think Spawn is officially the longest-running. Um, the longest-running book at Image. He got on to Robert Kirkman about ending Walking Dead. Why? And he essentially was like, you can kind of tell these stories forever. Like, why, why walk away from it? And so Robert Kirkman feels like he told the story he wanted to tell. And I think that is what is important. I don't think, um, I think J.K. Rowling in a way is the same, has the same concept because you could tell Harry Potter stories, you could keep writing books, but when you're the creator of something, when you feel like you've told the complete story of what you want to tell. This was the saga. They, this is, and, yeah. and I want to end it, then as, you know, fans and readers, we should respect that and enjoy that. Like, there are some things like, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, like, you know, the Avengers never ends or whatever. Like, it does in some form or fashion. Like, some stories end and then a character may go away and then come back or, or whatever. Right. But, like, and, and if we're all being real honest, like, we want closure on the stories we're reading. We want closure from our stories, but not necessarily for the characters. characters right. Yes. And so, like, with Walking Dead, that was the closure for that, that story. Like, Sp- McFarlane, like... Wants to keep writing about Spawn, I guess, which is cool. He's still got more stories to tell, but to get onto somebody for ending something, like, I don't think that's very professional, is my opinion. Okay, I uh, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I will disagree with one of your examples. I don't think J.K. Rowling... Uh, I, for She's sort of a weird example. I don't really think she's ever really moved on. Well, no, she's kind of she's she kinda, stayed uh, on the website with the Pottermore she's kinda, stuff. Like the the story of of Harry Potter, she told the story and it's done. Like the new one that came out, the play or whatever. Right. It wasn't written by her. It no, was, but it was like approved by her. Right. Which is what that's what I'm getting. It was at. like a like, fan fiction that she like gave was the thumbs up yeah. and like kind of helped a little bit, but allowed to be published. But again, she could have stopped it. She but again, said, Don't she's publish told it. the story of Harry Potter. No, I agree. But with she that hasn't part. gotten rid of the characters and is still kind yeah, of yeah, and she still like hangs out in the universe. Yeah, and, and I think I've heard that she's actually writing more Harry Potter stories. It's uh, there's some books coming out. Uh, they're not. Uh, it's it's about it's in the Harry Potter universe, but I don't think it's about Harry Potter. I I I feel like well, it goes back has. to George Lucas. Okay, George Lucas, I feel like told the stories he wanted to tell with Star Wars, and then he was done. But people wanted more. He's getting an older guy. He sells it off to Disney. Let them do their own stories. Let them do their other stories. But like he told the story for what he created, and then you know again he let people write fan fiction for all the other stuff. But like his story was done. No, I agree with that part. I just I don't think I think I I think J.K. Rowling has stayed because she she wrote one other book and then I don't know that it, it did, did as well. well. No, and that's her I baby. Think she, I think really? she has stayed. Like George R. R. Martin does other projects. Yes, yes. And he's not even done with Game of Thrones. No, but he does other stuff. That was that was what she she wanted to do. And yeah. she stayed in that universe. Yeah, but I think I think she's told the story. And the way she's wanted to tell it about those original characters. And you might be right and about that part. Stuff. Yeah. Let me ask you this question because oh, okay. um, now that we're talking about this and I'm getting these ideas popping off of me. 
Um, you're we, we both right, but you're way more valuable, accomplished writer than I. I oh, well, thank you. Am and ever will be. Um, what would your take be on? Would you be flattered or would you be a prick? Well, those are going to be the two options. If you're someone like George Lucas, who's created this universe, which so many people like enjoyed and loved, right? Uh-huh. And then let people people wanted to continue the story, but like in their own way. And that's where all this fan fiction came in, and he he would approve that stuff. And but it was people's telling their own stories. Like as the creator, how would you feel about if let's say a day at the office, right? Yeah, you turn it into some big universe, and then. Other people now want to like tell their own stories from that universe. So I've always what are your had. Thoughts? I've always. I've always. And I'm not giving you a lot of time. No, to No, you're really about not. It. That's fair though. That's uh, why. I I do think I would be okay with it because I think I like the idea of creating something. I, what always was cool about Stan Lee in Marvel and DC Comics in general was that they were creating these worlds that had so much left ex- unexplored. Right. That there was so much more to go to and do. And even now, still, so like a character like Aquaman, who's how, 60, 70, 80 yeah, years yeah. old, they still are mining new concepts from him. Uh, when they did the new 52, one of the things was like, well, if he's a king, he would have his own team of Avengers. And so then they introduced like a super-powered Atlantean team, and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. There would be, like if he's king of it, he there's would have a, his... There's a Justice Water League. Right, there would, there, there would be a whole world you'd be a part of there. And it would mean things. And so, like, T'Challa now in Marvel has his own team of Avengers. And it makes sense that Wakanda would get involved in these things. Um, so I do think that's... I I think it's a compliment if somebody comes to you and says, listen, I loved... If somebody comes, comes to me and, like, let's say I'm working on some more issues of another day at the office. So let's say we get to the point where it's like we're, we're up to 30, 40 issues. And someone comes up and goes... I really want to tell the story of this character that you that you had in there. I mean, that's a compliment. So if we can work it out to where it makes sense and it's something that I think fits, then yeah, absolutely. Now, if they want to turn him into like something 180 degrees from what he is in the book, I'd be like, well, nah. it sounds like that's your story on my character. Like, just go tell your story. Um, but if they want to take that character and tell a story with him, I think that's I think it's a compliment. Yeah, me too. I think I don't think DC nor Marvel would be where it's at if those original creators didn't kind of allow that a little bit. Yeah, and, and create such rich worlds that other people look at and go, oh, what about this? What about this? What about this? Ooh, what a twist. What a twist! Um, but, you know, it's just... Yeah, you, but, you know, there are some creators like, no, this is mine. Like, yeah, no, there definitely don't are. touch it. Well, it's mine. Wesley Snipes has been a huge jerk about Blade this whole time. Right. Uh, and I think he even came out and made a comment uh, or a tweet about Marshala Ali being named Blade. And Marshala Ali had to kind of be like, it's cool, don't worry about it. Because otherwise... Twitter universe was going to destroy him because everyone loves Marshall Ali. Oh yeah, he's, I, I love him. I, I was preaching his praise as well. You like, were a uh, year ago from uh, from Luke Cage, the first season of Luke Cage. Yeah. So if, as we get out of here, I saw a funny quote, and it's Mike Coulter, and he's like, "My show got canceled, and now Cotton Mouse Blade. What is wrong with this?" <laughs> <laughs> that is going to wrap up this wonderful edition of Nerd Thug Radio. If you missed any part of this show, the podcast drops at six oh one p.m. today. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. He's the talent Corey DLG. Same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. <laughs>